to episode 4, What on Rob Green's Earth? The Isolation Episode. Reason behind that title, I had a guest lined up, and then something came up and he had to reschedule, not his fault. So I had a backup guest lined up, and something came up and he had to reschedule, also not his fault. So here I am, by my lonesome, no one to talk to. But don't you worry, I'm going to do my best to save this thing so this isn't just some kind of throwaway episode. We don't want that. Don't want it you get like five minutes into this thing and then you start looking for other shit to do. And try one of those five minute DIY projects that they have the videos of on Facebook. Does anybody actually do those? Does anybody take PVC pipe, cut and paint it all to shit and make a little obstacle course for their fish? Just want to point out that the uh, spray paint that you're using to decorate these will kill your fucking fish. So maybe don't do that. Or these projects that kind of remind me of that episode of The Simpsons with the chili eating contest. Look at his spoon. They say he carved it from an even bigger spoon. Because there's a lot of that shit going on. Some guy woodworking with, oh, I found this ridiculously old spoon and I'm going to restore it into a beautiful new looking slightly smaller spoon. Just buy a new fucking spoon. We're not that hard off yet, people. Come on. Those are worse than the goddamn Pinterest projects that people get stuck doing for their significant others. Have you ever seen these things? Here, build a TV stand for $12. And then you start actually reading the fucking thing. Well, I just happened to have these metal brackets laying around in my shop. And I, yeah, just happened to have about $200 worth of wood left over from my deck project that I finished last summer. And just never got around to returning. And I'm a carpenter, so I already have a shed full of tools that are apt for this job. I spent $12 on a can of stain just to finish this thing off. So when the average person goes to do this goddamn thing, this is like a fucking $280, $12 TV stand-in. Fuck you, Pinterest. Something else I saw on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to bring this up again, so if it sounds like I'm reading a little bit, it's because I am. I didn't memorize this. 66-year-old woman is suing all gay people. Yes, all of them. Nebraska woman is suing every gay person on earth and asking a federal judge to rule on whether homosexuality is a sin. Sylvia Driscoll, 66, so you know, spam her wall. Give her all the love, guys. She describes herself as an ambassador to God and his son, Jesus Christ, and will serve as her own lawyer in Driscoll versus homosexuals. I don't know how much she's suing them for or what she expects to come out of it. I don't know what kind of drugs this lady's on, but I think those are the drugs that we should be fighting and not the fun ones. Um, um, how does somebody decide that they're just going to do that? At which point does somebody decide that they're going to do this? What the fuck has got to be going on in your head to decide that this is what you want to do and then to not have that little filter that stops you from doing stuff like that? That could be like me. Being a huge fan of the Montreal Canadiens, loving hockey, deciding that I'm going to sue the fans of the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know, that sounds stupid, right? <laughs> Go figure. And I would like to think that when I filled out all that paperwork and I walked into the courtroom to file it, that the person who was filing the stuff, the clerk, would look at the paper, look at me, look back at the paper just to be sure that they're actually seeing what they thought they saw, then they would look at me and they would say, this has got to be the dumbest fucking thing 
anyone has ever walked in here to file since that Sylvia Driscoll lady. I feel like that would be a fair and justified reaction because that would show some common sense. Here's a movement for you. Here's something I would like to do. I would like everybody to join me in changing the phrase from common sense to uncommon sense. How many people make the joke, common sense isn't very common? That's an old and tired cliche of a joke. I'm pretty sick of hearing it, so here's my proposal. People of Rob Green's Earth, let us all unite in changing the phrase. We will stop saying common sense and start referring to it as uncommon sense. It's a lot more straightforward and it's a lot more honest. So now that I've done my uh, three minutes of rambling that I've somehow managed to stretch out to five, and I do apologize for that, we've hit the part where I would normally introduce a guest and we would talk about what they do and the things that they're interested in and how they got there and there'd be some funny banter back and forth and then I would just kind of casually work in some segments, you know the segments, uh, celebrity smack talk and stupid questions. I'm not ready to lose these just yet for this podcast, so I can't really ask myself five stupid questions, so I can't do that one right now. But I am going to do Celebrity Smack Talk, and I'm going to take a swing at this. My Celebrity Smack Talk is going to be Nicholas Sparks, beloved author of such dribble as The Notebook, A Walk to Remember, Dear John, Safe Haven, the lucky one, etc., etc. So here's my Nicholas Sparks celebrity smack talk. Nicholas, it's not bad enough that you write just the sappiest, dullest dribble that anyone has ever read or translated into a movie. It's the fact that every one of your goddamn stories is the exact same with minor tweaks. I could write a Nicholas Sparks book right now. Let's call it uh, The Stamp Collector. Happens in a small town in North Carolina by a big lake, you know, completely devoid of black people. But naturally, it's not like there's a routine traffic check just outside the outskirts of town. I digress, that's a whole other subject. Anyway, in this story, there's a guy, and he collects stamps, okay? And he goes to the post office to buy his stamps all the time, just collector's editions, and... He meets a girl who just got a job there, and she's sassy and carefree and hard to get. So eventually, they fall in love. And he loves her so much that he doesn't put away his new stamp that's like the prize of his collection. Leaves it on the counter because he's in a hurry to see her. He lives with his dad, by the way, who's a quirky old guy with a touch of Alzheimer's, but everyone finds extremely charming, especially the girl. The dad finds this stamp, sees it out, assumes it's just a regular stamp, and he uses it to mail in his income tax, you know, because tragedy. And then when the boy finds out, he has to run down the stamp because, I don't know, it's a limited edition, there's none left. Some tragedy. Anyway, it takes him so long to recover this stamp that when he gets back, the girl has met some new douchebag named Trent or Dell or something. I don't fucking know, you pick. They argue and she gives him shit for professing his undying love. He's so heartbroken, he sells his stamp collection to move to a new town or a fucking city somewhere to get some bullshit job. But word of mouth, she's in an awful lot of trouble because she forgot to file her income tax, which if you were paying attention to the plot point with his dad, you would be able to predict, you know, because that plot point always comes back for revenge. She could get in deep shit because this is the third year in a row she's been a tardy bitch about filing her taxes. So he comes back 
does her tax returns for and mails it in with the one stamp he kept. The one he bought from her at the beginning of the movie or book or whichever fucking medium you're reading or viewing this in. And then she realizes that she loves him and not Trent or Dell or whatever fucktard's name is. And they reconcile and get married. And as a wedding gift, we see that she uses her tax return to buy a stamp collection back. Because, you know, happy fucking ending. If it's that goddamn easy to come up with a Nicholas Sparks story, he should be fucking ashamed of himself for calling himself an author. Write one book. Take a fucking break. Come up with another fucking story. If us guys are going to be forced to sit down with girls and watch this shit, at least try to make it a little bit unpredictable. Don't just take the same old cookie cutter bullshit and slap a Ryan Gosling or a fucking Zac Efron or a whatever the fucking Ansel Elgort is. Just come up with something a little bit different. Just try to surprise me a little bit. And that there is my first attempt at a celebrity smack talk. I figure it's only fair since I make everybody else do it. Alright, something that uh, I've been trying to do throughout this uh, podcast while I'm talking, if I sound like I'm a little off task or trying to multitask, I've been just on my phone trying to Google and internet people that I could possibly get for a guest. I've been looking for a lot of comedians. I've been watching a lot of uh, comedy on Netflix lately. Not only am I a comedian, I'm also a fan. The best things I've watched on Netflix in the past few days are comedy specials with uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, Anthony Jeselnik, and then I just go to Family Guy for a little bit. I'm a Seth MacFarlane fan, so I've been trying to creep those three guys on Google, on the internet, Reddit, 4chan, get any contact information I can get, hoping, praying that I'm able to reach any of these guys. I'm going to dial them up on my cell, then I'm going to put it on speaker, and if there's a chance that they might answer, I don't want you guys to miss that. So, who's got their fingers crossed, hoping for a little magic? I'm guessing it's you guys. Let's give her a go. So, I found one that says it's actually a contact number for Sebastian Maniscalco. Let's give this a whirl, guys. Holy shit, this one's actually ringing. Yeah, what's going on, my guy? Hey, is is this really Sebastian? Yeah, what can I do for you? Hey, my name is Rob, and I do a podcast, and all of my guests canceled, and kind of desperate here, and I know you don't know me, but I'm hoping maybe one comic to another, you could help me out and kind of do a spot in this podcast for me. Huh. Can I ask you a question? Do I seem like a charity to you? Uh, no, I just assume we, you know, camaraderie. Right. Do I seem like the kind of guy? First of all, how'd you get my number? That's freaky as hell. Second I, of all, you're calling me up on my cell phone? Out of the blue? I Just know. to do your podcast? What? You don't think I got kids at home? A wife? A family? What are you doing? Hey, kiddies, do my podcast. I was wondering my friend you are crazy is that a maybe okay i think i found anthony jesselnick's number god i love the internet let's give it a ring yeah this is anthony hi the anthony jesselnick who the fuck else would it be i don't know i just randomly called this number on the internet hoping it would actually be you. I was just wondering if you wanted to do a podcast or not. 
sir, you have three seconds to explain to me why I shouldn't have you registered as a nationally recognized pedophile. Uh, you're of age? Please never call this number back again, or I will hunt you down and make you watch Bill Cosby's comedy. Fuck, I'm sorry, sir. It'll never happen again. All right, I was looking up Seth MacFarlane's phone number, hoping that would lead to something. I couldn't find it, but I think I found Patrick Warburton. Let's, uh, let's give Joe Swanson a ring. Yeah, hello. Hi, is this uh, Mr. Warburton? It is. Oh, Mr. my ass is this. My name is Rob Green, and I'm a big fan of yours, and I do a podcast. Um, having a little bit of trouble finding a guest, and I was wondering if you, you know, had a little bit of time to guest a podcast. Well, I certainly appreciate you uh, taking the time to think about it. It certainly means a lot in this uh, wrestling time. Unfortunately, oh. I can tell you that I cannot be on your podcast. Oh. I'm extremely successful and very busy and probably have better things to do than I. Do you actually have better things to do? No. No, not at all. Right, frankly, I'm not interested, but thank you for the call. It's very flattering. I think he hung up. All right, so that one didn't go through. Um, I figured I'd try to find Donald Trump because I think that would be hilarious. I didn't, but I found three numbers that could be Barack Obama. Barack Obama, come on down. You've reached the President of the United States hotline for former President Obama. Press two. This can't be. Fuck it, let's press two. Uh, yeah, hello, go for Barry. Barry, as in Barack Obama? As in the 44th President of the United States of America, I believe. I uh, could be wrong. It could be 45. <laughs> <laughs> so much time. Oh, that's awesome. So that's awesome. Uh, I've, I've got two questions for you. One, why do you have a hotline? Well, I like to uh, keep my acceptance rate high, even though it's not really an active statistic anymore. Uh, it's just personally for the ego. <laughs> and uh, just to show Michelle uh, that I'm still relevant. Uh, what is your second question? Uh, yeah, I do a podcast, and all my guests seem to have canceled on me, so I was just wondering, do you have time to maybe do a podcast? Like, this is, I'm stoked. You're, you always strike me as a super nice guy. I just can't believe you answered, so what do you say? Well, I cannot do your podcast, but I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, I'm actually an asshole, uh, but if you want uh, an Obama to do your little podcast, I can ask Sasha and Malia, uh, my daughters, if they would be interested, because they love uh, this uh, millennial uh, show thing. And I think that they would be a phenomenal guests on your uh, program. How does that sound? I, that would be lovely, but I'm not going to lie to you. I fucking hate kids, man. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm serious. If a woman comes up to me and says she's pregnant with my kid, I'm saying, come to the top of the stairs where I can hear you better. You just read my mind, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sorry to take up your time. Um, good luck still being more popular than Trump. Uh, you take care. And just remember, 
never call this number again. Fair enough. Has anyone ever told you you're really good at impressions, sir? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Done it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it shows. Um, all right, listeners. You just heard the comedic stylings of S.J. Tannenbaum. What's the S.J. stand for? Uh, the S.J. stands for Shmuel and Joseph. It's uh, the Shmuel is my Hebrew name. Joseph is my legal name. And it's just a nickname my friend made up for me in eighth grade because we both love the movie The Blind Side. And in the movie, the little kid is S.J. Tui. So he just we just love that movie. And he's like, we should just call you S.J. And I was down. And that's how I became a little bit closer to being cool. Nice. It's a lovely story. I love that heartwarming. Tell everybody what you do real quick. Yeah, so um, I'm a 23-year-old comedian and impressionist. Um, I've been doing stand-up comedy for a little over a year now. It's been a very cool experience. Had a lot of cool experiences opening up for um, various headliners, such as uh, Ashley Blaker, Modi, and others of that nature. Gotten the chance to perform at different clubs around the New York City, Tri-State area, Dangerfields, Gotham, Broadway Comedy Club, Stress Factory, New Jersey. That's been a lot of fun. And uh, impressions I've done actually for um, a little over 10 years since I was 13. I'm 23 now. That's been a wild ride also. Started off with just doing teachers in school. And over time, people, you know, asked me to do friends and family, teachers, um, anybody who I run into seems to have something interesting about them. So kind of just added to that over time. And now, thank God, like in total, not including like friends and family and people who aren't famous, uh, currently up to 108 famous impressions that range from like, you know, political figures, presidents to rappers, other comedians, you know, uh, sports commentators, you know, celebrities, movie stars. I got a lot of TV and movie characters from shows like Family Guy, Big Bang Theory, Law and Order, you know, Big Mouth. South Park, The Simpsons, SpongeBob, Winnie the Pooh, movies like The Ringer, The Dark Knight, Harry Potter, just a whole mess of different, you know, characters and celebrities and, and even sounds. And it's been a wild ride and a lot of fun. That is amazing. I, if I'm doing an impression of someone, I have six basic voices that I could do and I have to find which one fits everyone better. So what you do is I find it amazing to emulate someone like that. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate that. Oh, who, are the, who are the six that you do? Uh, it's, it's no one in particular. I can just change my voice in about six ways. It still sounds like shit, but I'm hoping someone can kind of pick up on what I'm doing before I just get frustrated and start ranting like a <laughs> maniac. I hear that, dude. That's cool, though. That's cool. Would you mind doing a few impressions for me? Absolutely. It, just keep in mind, it's not just for me. It's for my listeners. Of course. I would um, love to do a, an impression for your listener. <laughs> You said Family Guy, and everyone loves Family Guy. What do you got from Family Guy? So Family Guy, we actually uh, we got 12, 12 characters from that show. I've been able to pick up over time. Can I throw my three favorite that I want to hear out of that at you? Yeah, bro. Peter Griffin. Holy crap, it's like Zoom. You know, Lois, Zoom is like the uh, rich, white, privileged version of Skype, I think. You know, It's like faster, it's more successful, it's in more people's homes, it's a uh, it's beautiful. Zooms, Zooms like America, if you will. Holy <laughs> <laughs> some... crap, it's Rob Green. <laughs> oh, you got to give me some Stewie. Oh my God, how are you, fat man? First of all, you can't say Zoom is white privilege. That's extremely offensive, and people are going to cancel you. 
Fat man, we live in, a, in an era of cancel culture. You are not going to be able to get a job or work anywhere. I, you know, I remember this one time, Brian and I, we were doing a show, and he made jokes about Black uh, Lives Matter, and they were so controversial, you should have been there. He got canceled so fast, it was like Usain Bolt running the Olympics. Oh, my God. Was that Dingo and the Baby? Oh, you know it, Fat Man, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert the Pervert. Sweet Jesus. Does anybody, uh, does anybody know where the hell old this Rob Green guy is? Hmm. It's nice to be on this podcast. Seems like a nice muscular boy. That's <laughs> because uh, you can only see me from shoulders up, Herbert. <laughs> no, I can feel you, Rob. Mm. <laughs> I, I can feel your voice inside of me. <laughs> we gotta get off. We gotta get off Family Guy. Let's uh, jump to their animated predecessor. Let me hear you do Marge Simpson. Oh my God! Wow. This is such a good opportunity for homie to try to plug himself to look for work. You know, the, uh, the finances have taken a hit ever since COVID-19 has taken over. So it's good. We appreciate you allowing us to come on your podcast. Mm. I appreciate you being here. Let's go back to my childhood. I used to watch Alvin and the Chipmunks. I thought Theodore was terribly underpresented. Let's give him some spotlight. Um, am I wrong? Can you, can you hear me? Am I, am I on Zoom? Yes, Theodore, you're on Zoom. It is good to be here. Oh, baby. Oh, I'm going to get so many bad bitches from this spot. I got bitches sliding the DMs on the daily. How about some Winnie the Pooh? Oh, bother. Is Christopher Robin on this line? Christopher Robin is, uh, he's busy right now running from Herbert the Pervert. No, he's probably looking for Piglet. <laughs> Rob, I have to tell you something. Someone put rap cocaine in my honey. Will you be willing to share that, honey? For fourteen ninety-five a gram. <laughs> Tough times to go for desperate measures. <laughs> Let's go real life. Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. It is so good. It is an honor and a privilege as well to be here on your podcast with a astounding listening population of yourself and quite possibly your mother. <laughs> Thank God. Um, I acquiesced and uh, requested for Rajesh and Dr. Wallowitz and Howard to listen into this podcast later. I asked Kelly, uh, Pe Penny rather, pardon, as well, but she said she had, quote, better things to do. I seriously question that statement. <laughs> I really appreciate the shout out to my mother because she's going to love that. She does listen. Shout out to uh, Mrs. Green. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> I have probably a request that I'm going to find the most fulfilling in all this. You can do Finn from Law & Order, who's played by Ice-T. I have uh, posted some lines that I've done in my stand-up career. I was wondering, could you say some Rob Green hooks like Ice-T? That sounds fantastic. Let's do it. That sounds so fantastic. I'm as excited like as Herbert. <laughs> I am as excited as Herbert is when Chris Griffin's mowing his lawn in short shorts. Sweet Jesus, I think I need to change my sheets up. <laughs> All right, let's do some Rob Green comedy in the stylings of Ice-T. This is Finn from Law & Order, played by Ice-T. Reading the comedic stylings and posts on Rob Green's Instagram. Post one. How's my day going? I had a package of fruit snacks earlier. There were nine snacks in the package. Six of them were goddamn yellow. How's your fucking day? 
<laughs> that oh god damn i will never be as good as at doing my stuff as ice t would be doing my stuff or you are as ice t doing my stuff next post I try to avoid hanging out with people who ask me shit like how many cousins were removed until it's okay to sleep with somebody it's just for the listeners i'm not laughing at my own quotes out of vanity i fucking love hearing this is iced tea let's do another if the covid19 pandemic has taught me anything i guess it's how those kids felt in footloose when they weren't allowed to go dancing <laughs> if i'm just grabbing something quick at the grocery store better believe i'm watching every one of you in the express line and counting every fucking item you have <laughs> I'm a little nervous going shopping now because that's going to be in my head. I can see. I'm like, anyone, the best part about this, not having video, if I didn't introduce you, they'd be like, how the fuck did you get iced tea? <laughs> and we'll get the last one in here. If the COVID-19 pandemic has taught me anything, I guess it's how the, oh, that's the same one. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Wait, okay. I got, the, I got the right one now. I got the right one now. Don't go on about how you'd survive zombies when your solution to a respiratory infection was hoarding toilet paper. Goddamn, you just made a man's dream come true. <laughs> and yours mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Irby, you should probably uh, you should probably chill with the uh, sexual remarks. Live in a very uh, live in a very sexually sensitive time. I want to ask Harvey Weinstein how he feels about uh, getting involved in the Meat Too movement. <laughs> wow. Let's go back to the real you, because uh, I know you're a busy guy. What would you like to plug before, before I let you go back to your schooling and your learning how to steal people's souls? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm on all major social media platforms. I'm on uh, everything. You can just look up at SJ the Impressionist. Try to keep it simple. It was originally SJ Tannenbaum, which is my last name, but people do not know how to spell Tannenbaum, which is fair, which is fair. So... My smart little self, for some reason, thought impressionist was just a walk in the park for the general American public to get through. So that's what it is now, at SJ the Impressionist, all major platforms except for Twitter. Twitter is just at SJ Tannenbaum. Going to have to figure that one out on your own. Sorry, guys. And then uh, if you want me on Snapchat, that is at Rapping Comedian, because I also do a little bit of uh, freestyle rapping when I dabble in it. Uh, addition to shows, you can also find me on YouTube. I got a lot of my sets posted there, a lot of bits there as well. Video compilations of different impressions, got tryouts that I've done for America's Got Talent. That's a lot of fun you can look up. And uh, I got two shows coming up Thursday night, May 21st, and Sunday afternoon, May 24th. So if you want to find out more about that, you can just uh, check out my Facebook page. Once again, that's at SJ the Impressionist. And yeah, really appreciate you having me on the show, Rob. I really appreciate you coming on. My mom appreciates the shout out. You, sir, have a lovely pandemic. Thank you so much. I just want to wish everyone out there, hope everyone's staying safe. Make sure to keep on social distancing and uh, try to keep yourselves entertained. And I also want to want to advocate, try to try to somehow make the most out of this time by, you know, bettering yourselves in some way, whether working out and staying in shape, reading a book, learning something. This is a great time to take advantage of a lot of free time that we have, and I think we can all come out of this time uh, better. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was S.J. Tannenbaum. He is a remarkable young talent, and he is definitely going places in the comedy world, and it's been an honor and a privilege to say that I've had him on here from New York on super short notice. So that just goes to show you what kind of a guy he is that he just jumped on here when he literally had maybe 20 minutes of free time to do something 
Now here's something that just came to me on a whim. I really enjoy five stupid questions and I want to ask some. And like I said, I can't ask myself. So a little peek behind the curtain. A good friend of mine that's been probably like my best friend since I was 12 years old, uh, Matt Perro. Super smart guy, super helpful, does like the fan page and stuff for me. Anything that is taken seriously in and about my whole act and whatever, he's just fucking spot on for. And just to show him my appreciation, I've sent him a message and it says, Hey man, do you got a sec? I need to give you a call. And he has said yes. I told him that I'm on my computer, so I'm going to Zoom him, and he's okay with that. And I am about to fucking ambush him with five stupid questions. So let's see how he fares out this side of the podcast. Hello? Hey, Rob. How's it going? Not bad, man. Um, I'm having an issue with the podcast. Okay. Um, what's, what's the issue? What's going on? I'm having a problem with the five stupid questions segment and getting that one through right now. Well, isn't that uh, what you and you, your guests are doing? You just record it, figure out some questions, and they answer them? Yeah, yeah, but I see I kind of need your help in that department. Okay, um, I guess I can help out. Um, is it something wrong with the audio or what? Um, no, the audio I think's fine. I mean, that's been okay, but like, do you got a minute just so I can kind of go down what this is? Sure. Let me, uh, do you need me to log on to the page or? Uh, no, 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 it's fine. I can just, you can just do this with me over the phone and then I'm sure it'll go smooth. I'm semi-competent, aren't I? Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Semi. I'll take it. All right, so the issue I'm having is Matt and Life were told there are no stupid questions. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> you know what's coming, uh, don't you? I, th I think I have an idea. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, I'm recording, just so you know. Uh. You will now be faced with five of them. Are you up to the task, sir? Uh, I guess I can do it. I can... Give you some answers to some questions, maybe. The world's listening, bud. The world's listening. All right. Question the first. What vegetable makes the most sense to hide? These are stupid questions. <laughs> I'll go with the eggplant just because of the emoji. That's a very clever innuendo. <laughs> I hide it somewhere. <laughs> Oh fuck! See, you you could be doing this end of it, and I could still be failing at the at the technical Facebook uh, Instagram parts. Where did you even come up with that question? Let's not worry about that. Let's worry about the second question. I'm kind of worried. Something that isn't made out of styrofoam, but should be. Well, you know, um, you know, paper plates and stuff. They're, they're always good for when you don't want to do dishes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You just throw them away. Styrofoam table. Like just just take the whole mess of dinner and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> just stuff it down in a can. Gone. <laughs> just have something you could smash during a drunken outburst. You don't even know why you're mad, but you just want to. Oh, that's a good second purpose. Uh, you have those big holiday dinners, and one one of the uncles has too much to drink and 
gets in a fight and, you know, they can break the styrofoam chairs over each other. It'd be just entertaining. And no one gets hurt. Question the third. When will they release the Greatest Hits album for the Baja Men? <laughs> Wasn't that their one album? Greatest <laughs> Hits? One and only Greatest <laughs> Hits album. It's just a single. It's just a single. It's just like a... Kenny Rogers has more greatest hits albums than he has actual albums. Look up his discography one day. I, I think I think it's almost two to one. I think he has almost double the amount of greatest hits albums versus studio albums, and they just, all have the gambler. Just putting like the songs just, in different orders that suit different <laughs> moods. One new song. He goes in the studio. He's too drunk. Just passes out after one. They get through one song. It's like, all right, guess we'll just do another greatest hits album and throw this on it. <laughs> Done. Uh, Kenny Rogers, rest in peace. So when are they releasing Kenny the Baja Rogers. Man? When are they releasing it, Matt? If they haven't released it, it ain't getting released. <laughs> Has Next. it been 20 years since that song? Maybe the 20 years. 20 year wanna, anniversary. I don't want to think about that because that's it, my scary. youth. Yeah. <laughs> Done. If you die in a dream, do you die in real life? Yes. What if yeah. life is but a dream? Shaboom, shaboom. Final question. I'm not going to sleep tonight now. Uh, that's, the, that's the idea. Are you ready for the final question? All right, I'm ready. Should George Clooney ever play Batman again? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to curse during this, and, and then you just brought it out. It's oh. <sighs> what I do. I, uh, I'm the master corrupter. You know what? And, and he wasn't, I guess, in a sense, he was a good look for batman i could see him as a batman just but not, uh, yeah t- terrible script you, just, you can't bring him back just not just no. batman just no he's a guy you could see he's rich he's mm. handsome he is he, he, he looks like he's in good shape my mom once told me that i look like george clooney and i didn't understand what the fuck like where she was getting that and then she said well you look more like george clooney than you do and then she named someone else it might have been adam west but I'm like, yeah, but I, like, I look more like Brad Pitt than I look like Eddie Murphy. That doesn't mean I look like Brad Pitt. No, it doesn't. That's, uh, that's weird. Yeah. So anyway, that was five stupid questions, buddy. All right. I'm glad to help you during this time. <laughs> was that so hard? It wasn't that bad. I, just, I wish I had better answers, but I mean, when you're on the spot. Yeah. It's something you've, you never thought about in your life. I mean... Hiding a vegetable, what the hell? But <laughs> that was probably one of the best answers I've ever heard to one of my stupid questions in my life. Well, glad to help out. And uh, you know what? You actually scared me with the podcast and the Facebook page because there was a change made. And I thought uh, I thought it was hacked. Yeah. <laughs> Not thinking you would have done it. Yeah, every now and then I will try to do something on there. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Rob's uh, going to kick my ass. I'm going to fly out there. Wait, I can't fly. We're in a pandemic. Never mind. <laughs> Give me a long walk. <laughs> Just updates along the way. Snapchatting from Moose Jaw. That's way too ambitious for me right now. Like, I'm lucky if I can go take the garbage out. Oh, speaking of which, uh, one, of, one of my uh, roommates here, he has a dog, and I've got to let his dog out. <laughs> Are you just saying right, that? Be- Are you just saying that because of the question? Well, I'm thinking about now because she's standing next to the door and it looks like she wants to go out. <laughs>
All right. Well, we've now answered another question of who's let the dogs out. It's you. Appreciate you jumping on short notice. <laughs> All right. And by jumping on short notice, I mean just admitting defeat to this ambush I just laid upon you. Yeah, you know, it's kind of exciting. Someone calls you and is like, oh, it's nice to get a call. And like, what the hell is this? Thanks for holding down the Facebook page and, and shit like that. Well, you're welcome. You stay safe. All right, buddy. Catch you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. God damn, that was sharp with the eggplant. That was a good innuendo. That guy does not give himself enough credit for how funny he actually is. And I'm super stoked that that actually worked out good. Um, that's it for episode four. I know this one was pretty unorthodox early on in the series. So if you like something about it, if you don't like something about it, feel free to let me know. I've got the Facebook and Instagram Leave a comment, send a message, and when Matt gets it, he'll let me know what I should keep up and what shit I should knock off. So thank you, Matt Perro, for everything you do for me. Thank you, SJ Tannenbaum, for jumping on such short notice. And thank you, former President George W. Bush, for cueing the exit music. Well, uh, it's been a, it's been a lovely podcast, and uh, I guess there's only one thing left to do. <laughs> Hit it!